Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Just the Tattoo of Us. Hello. My fiance and I decide to discuss tattoos because we like them and we need something to do. Yep. <laughs> Just like the rest of us, I guess. Just yeah. about. And today we have a very interesting episode because we have gone a little bit Olympic crazy lately. And we decided I, uh, to discuss tattoos because a lot of the Olympians have them. A lot of good good tattoos. Mm-hmm. And so interesting we're gonna be traditions. About. Sorry. We're going to be talking about Olympians, what tattoos they get, what they like, what they don't like. Just kidding. Uh, just what tattoos they have, um, how important it is that there are a bunch of tattooed Olympians nowadays, especially since the games are being held in Japan, in Tokyo, which, if you are not aware, has actually a very rocky relationship with tattoos because of the laws that have been passed in Japan. And then we're going to talk about a few specific cases of tattoos, where they came from, some of the traditions, where all the Olympic rings started coming out of. Pretty good episode coming up for us. So why don't we start with the history of tattooing in Japan? Because it's kind of a complicated history. That it is. So... They were popular during the Edo period, especially among lower social classes, because the Edo government was very, or Edo, Edo, E-D-O, not I think it's Edo. Sure. Yeah, Edo. The Edo government was very restrictive over what clothing certain social classes could wear, and it was a way to kind of mark the classes based on clothing. <laughs> and as a result, the lower social classes said, I mean... Yeah, we'll we'll obey your dumb clothing rule, but we're not going to obey with our art. And they started getting really colorful tattoos all over the place. Yeah, you can't take something off that's permanently tattooed on. You can't be like, well, that's not your class's proper wear. Yeah, how are you going to implement a dress code on something that someone physically cannot take off? It's, it's similar to knowledge. They can't take it away from you. They can't really take away your tattoos. I mean, nowadays, they could probably force you to get tattoo removal, but even that's a complicated period, and we've evolved since then, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, that lasted until 1872. Then the Meiji regime took over, and the new government wanted to impress Western visitors, and they felt that they would look down on tattoos, which is funny because... Western cultures have actually adopted tattoos and they've become a whole lot more popular in Western cultures than they have in Eastern cultures due to some of these laws and some of these bans. So they banned tattooing and the display of tattoos so that when Western governments would visit, they wouldn't look down upon them. So that was wild. And this was pretty much in place until... The 60s, when tattoos unfortunately took the connotation that in many Western places it took, which is why they weren't super popular until, you know, maybe like 30 years ago when everybody kind of started getting them, which was crime. The Yakuza family uh, or the Yakuza organization started getting a lot of tattoos. They kind of became synonymous with tattoos. And as a result, bathhouses decided to ban tattooed individuals trying to kind of 
pull one over the Yakuza and keep Yakuza members out. The big unfortunate aspect of that is that tattooed individuals that had nothing to do with crime families ended up getting banned from bathhouses. And in some places, you'll still get kicked out if you're showing tattoos from a bathhouse. I can't even like fathom that happening in this century, but it does, unfortunately. And then while around this time tattooing was technically legal, there was a law passed in 2001 that basically said all tattoos have to be done by medically licensed professionals, which is really hard for tattoo artists to go and get a whole medical degree just to draw on your skin. Mm. Yeah, most artists don't want to go through that much school for something that's not related to their art. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you'd have to just learn a bunch of basic physiology and stuff just so that you can tattoo. And that's ridiculous because most tattoo artists are safer than dentists and dentists have to go through medical school. So, like, you can definitely do it without having a degree in medicine, but not in Japan at least if you wanted to do it legally. Uh, Korea actually has a, or had a similar law, and I think this year, a Japanese court, or last year, a Japanese court overruled that ruling and basically said, yeah, if you're a tattooer, as long as you are doing it safely, you can tattoo and we're not gonna arrest you for not having a medical degree. However, there is still a pretty big societal stigma and there are still places that will ask you to cover up tattoos, especially visible ones. They like it if you... Most people don't mind it if you're tattooed as long as you're trying to cover it up in some way. So if it's a hot day, you might just have to wear long sleeves if you have like a big sleeve on you. But other than that, you should be Mm -hmm. all right to travel with tattoos. So that's the history of uh, tattooing in Japan. Um, More specific... relationship with tattoos. And I'm just glad to see that that... For the most part, I think that when the countries decide to, or the Olympic Committee decides to host the Olympics in various countries, that's not really something they take into consideration, I don't think. But um, thankfully, there isn't really a rule from the Olympic Committee banning tattoos unless, well, I'll get into that, actually, the history of tattooing from the Olympics specifically. Um, So yeah, like I was about to say, there has never really been a rule banning tattoos in the Olympics. Um, however, you didn't really see any um, tattooed athletes until the 70s 80s. when it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. The 80s when um, Victor Davis, a Canadian swimmer, uh, donned a maple leaf on his chest in support for his country, um, which hopefully they have love for him because he brought their country a few gold or a few medals. Let's see. He got a um, two gold and a silver. At the 84 um, games and then he won another silver at another olympic games yeah and um his canadian maple leaf tattoo actually inspired um chris jacobs who was a u.s freestyle swimmer to get um the he was the first to get the actual olympic rings tattooed on him so um, at this point it's 88 and chris jacobs has won three medals and from that, you see the tradition of a the Olympic gold ring or the Olympic rings being tattooed on more athletes, and then just more uh, tattooed athletes in general. So, yeah, there's never been a specific rule banning them. However, there has been a rule banning any tattoos that are deemed as advertisements. 
Um, so like if you want to get a butterfly tattoo, that's cool. But if you want to get a butterfly that said Coca-Cola, you'd have to cover it up. Um, <laughs> which actually got a, um, another swimmer, a Paralympic, uh, swimmer, swimmer from Britain banned from the Paralympic game. Let's see. It was, uh, Joseph Craig, um, because the Olympics and the Paralympics fly under two different flags and, he wanted to get the Olympic gold ring or the Olympic rings. I keep saying gold rings, just the Olympic rings um, tattooed on him. And unfortunately he couldn't swim with it visible because they were deeming it as an advertisement. So he got banned, unfortunately from competing. So Which is a shame. yeah, that's, that's the history of tattooing in the Olympics and the very the only the minimal rule i can find was just that as long as it wasn't any kind of advertisement or logo you were free to have as many tattoo shows you wanted so that's pretty cool so if you're if your body's looking like a nascar stock car make sure you don't have any nike logos on there or else you might get banned yeah which sucks because i know a lot of these guys are sponsored by a lot of big brands and they'd probably want to commemorate that yeah if nike wanted me to i would tattoo their logo anywhere for enough money oh yeah my eyebrows no <laughs> just kidding <laughs> just replace your eyebrows with nike swooshes <laughs> honestly Why? i'm down because just, just do, do it, it. <laughs> <laughs> so we went through and we looked at some of our favorite tattoos uh mainly we just went through and looked at a bunch of tattooed athletes and we saw a bunch of Olympic rings, which now we know who started the, tra the tradition back in 1988. But we also wanted to talk about a few of the Olympic rings that were executed particularly well for us. And there are a lot of different ways to get the Olympic rings tattooed on you. I've seen just black outlines of the five rings, and that is a super clean, super effective way of getting it through. I have seen those same rings following the exact color pattern that the Olympic rings are traditionally shown in, which looks really cool, especially if you get the black outline around it. I found that there are a few athletes that have that, and that looks really, really awesome. I like the one where it is just the colors, like with no black outline or just the like a very minimal, like the black outline with like just the single line. That's when I think they look really cool. I gotcha. Everybody has a little bit of a preference. So we went through and we found a couple of our favorites and we want to talk about them. The The one that really stood out to me because I feel like it took a lot of planning and then a lot of really good execution from the artists as well. And that's Bart Derelou, who's a basketball player from the Netherlands. He has a big black and gray back piece that stretches all the way up to his neck and right up on his shoulders and right on the base of his neck he has the five uh olympic rings in a negative space and it looked like it was done by design by the artist to put it in that negative space in the gray wash of the tattoo and it's not just like negative space done with gray wash there's also other stuff on there like there's a geometric pattern that he has that it goes kind of right over and the lines of the geometric pattern stop where there's supposed to be negative space and start again where there's more gray wash 
and it's just super, super well done. It's a great approach from the artist. I thought it was super creative. To me, it was the most interesting Olympic ring tattoo that I've seen because most people have just the rings and it's clearly just five rings on their body, mm-hmm. either just in a black outline or in the colors with the outline, without the outline. But everybody's kind of seems to follow a similar pattern of the rings, which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting an Olympic ring tattoo if you're an Olympian. Like, (laughs) commemorate that. That's the pinnacle of sporting. That's awesome. But if you wanted to take it a step further, take a cue from Bart Derulo, who thought about it, made sure he had the space for it, and the artist executed it really, really, really well. Big kudos to him. Big kudos to his artist. I thought it was awesome. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, he he is covered um, with some really cool art. Um, someone who took a bit of a different approach um, is the U.S. hammer thrower, Deanna Price. Um, and she she is phenomenal, a phenomenal athlete. But I didn't see that she had a whole lot of tattoos, but the Olympic rings that she does have is just, it's just the Olympic rings. But under, she has like a little minimal like hammer underneath her rings just to add i guess a little bit of a personalization to those rings like that's the sport she performed in and her um best throw by the way is 80.31 meters and if you're an american and that like me where feet makes a little bit more sense that is 263 feet five inches which that's insane and that is an insane throw but um I think it's a very nice way of commemorating her um, her achievements in the Olympics is to get that little hammer under her under her ring. So I really like the approach. It's just very minimal, but very nice and neatly done. I think it's nice to see because her sport it's kind of a brute strength type sport where all you have to do. I mean, I say all you have to do. These guys are top level athletes, and I'm just a dude in like you know shorts sitting in his room talking about their athletic prowess someone that couldn't definitely throw a potato across a room much less 263 (laughs) feet but i appreciated the fact that for a brute strength type sport her choice was to go with finesse and delicacy you know it's just very delicate and fine and it takes really good application to get something that delicate to look as clear and stamped into her skin as it does. Whoever her artist is, I have to commend them on that. Their yeah. execution of the tattoo, it's its a deceptively tricky tattoo to do because it's very easy to blow out one of those lines and any one of those lines being blown out would probably look like a disaster on those rings. Yeah, And, and I, we've seen some rings like line. that, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely uh, some rings that are executed a little better than others it could also have something to do with some of the athletes not being able to take care of their tattoos quite as well as some of the other ones because they might have gotten it around competition season and there's other stuff that they're focused on and that could also cause some some blowouts or some irritation but for the most part these guys get good work done and deanna price is no different i love her tattoo i think she's great i mean all of these people are great they're athletes and they do great things with their bodies And as a result, they decorate their bodies in really great ways. And one of the, probably one of the most popular 
at least one of the most well-known tattooed athletes right now is American swimmer Caleb Dressel. And if you've been watching the Olympics, you might have seen a commercial. I'm not sure for what. I can't remember what it is, but it's featuring the three animal tattoos that he has where they say, can you imagine being chased by an eagle, an alligator, and a bear? Well, if you're being chased by Caleb Dressel, you're being chased by all three. <laughs> and that's because he has a really cool sort of nature-themed sleeve on his left arm that starts at his shoulder with a eagle shoulder piece. It follows into his arm with a bear in his left forearm on the outside he has a alligator or like an alligator head and then on the inside of his left arm he has an american flag and they're all done by james cumberland that seems to be his tattooer of choice and it all looks really killer like this james cumberland really knows what he's doing it seems like all of the animals are some degree of traditional it looks like it's sort of more of an american traditional eagle a slightly more american traditional bear the gator seems to have a little bit more black and gray realism thrown in there but it still has the really bold outline and the really punched in black that you can expect from american traditional and it looks great and it has made him one of the most recognizable tattooed olympians at tokyo and i think it's very cool to see how far we've come from the first athlete and the early 80s to to show up with a tattoo and it be kind of not the norm to now they're making whole commercials around these iconic tattoos on these athletes so that's really nice to see i think a positive push absolutely and of course as with a lot of actually olympic swimmers i've noticed he also has the rings he has them tattooed on his right forearm but a lot of olympic swimmers we've also noticed a lot of volleyball players a lot of, let's see, what other sports have we seen just a bunch of tattoos in besides those? Uh, the one that Soccer. Soccer has oh, a soccer, lot of tattoos. Yes. Um, the basketball players, of course, have a lot of tattoos. And there was this one Dominican basketball player for the women who has a big geometric neck piece done that looks really cool. But the course. one that comes to mind for me is skateboarding, which is brand new. The newest Olympic sport and our favorite. <laughs> and they have so many tattooed Olympians. Just off the top of my head in the finals, I know Jagger Eaton, who won a bronze medal for the United States, and Nigel Houston are all very tattooed, especially Nigel Houston, who's tattooed from the neck down. Let us not forget his butt dollars. His butt dollars. He has two geometric mandalas on his booty cheeks, and they look really well done. They look awesome. This is really interesting to see such a circular body part with such an, I guess, emphasized with such a circular mandala. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's he he is covered though in amazing yeah. work. I think um, he has I over think... two hundred tattoos according to his GQ video. Yeah, I think that. That is correct. And we saw quite a few others, even just from the guys. I mean, we already mentioned Jagger, but um, Carlos, Carlos Ribeiro, because you got to have that pronunciation. All of the uh, the announcers were actually pretty good about pronunci uh, pronouncing names, but Carlos Ribeiro, who I 
I've been watching skate since he was like an 18 year old with braces on. And all of a sudden my mom has a crush on him. It's crazy. <laughs> he's grown up insanely and he's just covered in tattoos. Uh, the women also have a lot of really cool tattoos for skateboarding. Of course, we have some of our faves, Pamela Rosa with a sleeve. I th- yeah, I was thinking, I was trying to find um, Americans, but the only other, like female skateboarder that comes to mind with tattoos is um, Leticia. Leticia Bunny has-, has a full sleeve, I think, on her right arm and a few others peppered around. And she has a lot of really good work, too. Yeah, she does. My favorite is definitely her skateboarding or her eagle that's snatching up a skateboard. And Nija has a has a big skateboard piece on his arm on his I want to say his right upper arm has a skateboard piece. And I, I saw it clear I saw it clearly on the broadcast. I was like, "Hey, that's a skateboard on his arm." I wonder if we're going to see any of these new sports that have recently been added. Um, let's see. We got rock climbing, skateboarding, surfing. If we're going to see any of these athletes come back with the, uh, with the uh, rings. For sure. No doubt in my mind. It pretty much, it seemed like, at least for skateboarding, anybody not wearing a helmet had at least one tattoo because there was an Italian girl. There was the um, Australian girl. Was that the blonde of them. lady the with blonde the like Australian the girl two with, like, the, the two arm. braids? No, that was that was the Austrian girl. I'm completely blanking on her name, but she was shouted out by a local artist from here, Sparks, who you might recognize the name from an old episode or an old season of Ink Master. Sparks, who's well known for his Star Wars themed tattoos, shouted out his well known skateboarding client who was representing Austria in the Olympics for skateboarding. And she shredded. She was yeah. pretty good. She shredded and, you know, she's very clearly tattooed because otherwise she wouldn't have been shouted out by a tattoo yeah. artist. I was going to say, looking fierce on that, on those, on that concrete. For sure. And I was also going to say, I think, yeah, I mean, the only few that I can really think of that, like, just weren't tattooed were the really, really young girls that all won medals. And I can, I think like Grace Vetslut from um, from the Netherlands, she didn't have any tattoos, it didn't seem. Then again, she was wearing pants, so we don't know if like her calves are just covered or not. Either way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And there was that one Canadian girl who was 30 who wore a helmet, which we really appreciated, Protect Your Dome. <laughs> Uh, she didn't seem to have any visible tattoos that I can remember, but it might've been that she just had a couple small ones, but yeah, everybody else, everybody else was tattooed and we can definitely expect more and more athletes from these newer sort of budding sports that the Olympics are definitely prioritizing to get that younger crowd interested in them. We're going to be seeing Olympic rings all over these athletes. Like next time we turn on Street League to watch, there's going to be a bunch of like Olympic rings everywhere for all of the um, all of the skaters that went to the Olympics to represent. So I'm going to have to find a way into the Olympics because I am a little jealous. Of the Olympic get, ring tattoo? I really want one, but I feel like it'd be a sham to get one. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I and I feel like I've never been the kind of guy that's like, oh, yeah, let's be protective over this kind of thing. But with something like that, that is an accomplishment that very, very, very few human beings can actually say that they've accomplished. 
all of these people have worked ridiculously hard to get to the point where they are at. They deserve to have this one. Yeah. Leave it to the guys that have actually been there. <laughs> the guys and gals. But I guess guys is for everybody. But anyway, yeah. It can be. It's a unisex term. I use it kind <laughs> of just generally to explain people. Use just guys. Gay. Use guys. The athletes. They deserve it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely don't deserve it for sitting my lazy butt on this chair and talking to a microphone. That's why I have a microphone and headphone tattoo and not an Olympic rings tattoo. Yep. <laughs> but who knows? We're only we're only in our 20s. There's Olympians in their 30s. So I'm just kidding. <laughs> Those guys have been working so hard their entire life. But it's always kudos to them. Yeah, it's always interesting to hear the Olympians that are like in their 30s or even some of them in their 40s. And it's like, yeah, how long have you been doing it? Oh, you know, 25, 30 years. Started when I was five. I'm like, great. What did I start when I was five? Not drooling. Eating properly. <laughs> Just about. I was at five. I was finally a competent human being in like the most basic terms. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're on a different level, these guys. And they have very pretty art. Mm -hmm. So and then you what have a great those... stage to show it off on. Yeah, and then you have those Olympians that are like that American swimmer, the other Katie, who's like 15. They're going to have Olympic rings tattooed when they're like 18, when they can. But, you know, here they are winning medals before they've even, you know, before they're even old enough to get tattooed. So yeah. I feel like they deserve an Olympic ring tattoo more than I deserve an Olympic ring tattoo. And I can legally <laughs> go and get one if I wanted to. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that is just about all the time we have for this episode. It was a very fun one. I liked this one. Me we'll see too. what we have in store for you guys for next time. We haven't quite decided on it, but until then, thank you for tuning in, and we will see you guys in another episode. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody.